This is the first time. Chirp Radio's live storytelling and music series recorded at Martyrs in Chicago's North Center neighborhood. Here's your host, Jen Sodini. Guys, we got Rachel McCartney. She's hilarious. She has been seen in comedy showcases all over town. She is the producer of Black Box Comedy at the Whip Theater in Edison Park. Give it up. Warm welcome. Rachel McCartney, everybody. When I was in eighth grade, I was a horrible procrastinator. I still am, but I'm telling you that I was in eighth grade, so you know that at least that one thing, I started early. So yeah, in eighth grade, I was a horrible procrastinator. And I almost never did my homework or wrote my papers on time, so I was failing school. And I had reasons for that that will make you feel sorry for me. My mom used to supervise me doing my homework. She'd watch over my shoulder the whole time, and whenever I got something wrong or failed to immediately understand something, she'd scream at me. But by eighth grade, she and my dad were in the middle of a divorce, So she was too busy drinking and screaming at my dad and screaming at me about my dad to supervise me anymore. So I just shut down. And I didn't do my homework, and I didn't brush my hair, and I wore a dingy matching sweatshirt and sweatpants combo to school every day because I didn't see why I should be concerned with pleasing a world that didn't even care if I was safe. Thank you. (laughs) I was completely miserable. But because my misery took the form of irritability and social withdrawal and bad grades, basically every adult at school thought that what would turn me into a good kid was breaking my spirit more. (laughs) They put me in special ed for emotional disability so I could spend a period every day being lectured about my homework. The special ed teacher was constantly looking for ways to force me to write my eighth grade thesis. She repeatedly told me that if I didn't learn to buckle down and finish it, I would go nowhere in life. I said I didn't care. At one point, she asked me how I planned to spend avoiding spend, how I planned to avoid spending the rest of my life working at McDonald's. I told her I would apply at Burger King. <laughs> but there was one teacher I liked, my Latin teacher, Miss Bhutan. She was the best teacher anyone could ever have. Definitely the funniest. Her last name was Bhutan, and her hall pass was a tan boot. (laughs) My younger sister told me that she changed her last name when she got married, but kept using that hall pass because her new husband's last name was Shoemaker. She was this funny, smart, wonderful, warm person who everyone loved, but who went out of her way to care about me, even though I wasn't doing my homework. And every day after school, I would go to her classroom and talk to her while putting chairs up on the desk so the janitors could vacuum, because she made me feel valued, and I didn't want to go home. And the second half of the year, she ended up directing the school musical. So I tried out for the musical, the perennial illegal gambling classic Guys and Dolls. (laughs) And with the dingy sweatsuits, ratty hair, and bad attitude, as soon as I opened my mouth to sing, I became the Susan Boyle of Wilmette Junior High School. (laughs) 
people were blown away when I sang. Which is funny to me in retrospect, because now I know that what blew them away about my voice was that it was on key and pleasant. (laughs) Nobody had any idea. (laughs) Maybe this is just sour grapes because after years of congestion and acid reflux, I can't sing at all anymore, and I don't want to believe I lost anything special. (laughs) No, seriously, I can't sing now. Like, at this point, I have the voice of a castrato with regrets. but it's fine. Anyway, back then, my voice was good enough to get me cast as a secondary character, Benny South Street, one of the main character Nathan Detroit's two sidekicks. Yeah, my character was not important enough to do anything really with the plot, but I did get to sing a lot about Nathan Detroit's love life and whether Nathan Detroit would find a new location in time for his illegal crap game. And between Miss Bhutan directing and the one same-age friend I had in the ensemble, rehearsal immediately became the best thing in my life. So two months into rehearsal, the first draft of my eighth-grade thesis was due, and I had barely even started it. My special ed teacher told me that if I didn't finish it, I wouldn't be allowed on stage. I thought she was bluffing. (laughs) And so I doubled down on not writing my thesis. This was a risky move. I was gambling with the only good thing in my life. Things had truly fallen apart at home. My mom was making up assault accusations against my dad and at one point got him thrown in in jail for a weekend. During one of her tirades against him, I called her a liar and she slapped me in the face and burned my script in the driveway. I had to ask Miss Bhutan for a new one. The school officials knew that things were bad at home but it didn't matter to them. The only thing that mattered was that I was a bad kid who wasn't writing my thesis. And three weeks before the actual performance, I found out that they had told another kid that if I didn't write the thesis, the part was his. I ran into this kid in the hallway every now and then, and every time I saw him, he would kidding, not kidding, beg me not to finish my paper. Guys and Dolls is a story about acceptance. Nathan Detroit fancies himself a renegade, running the oldest established permanent floating crap game in New York. But by the end of the play, he's given it up. He holds off on marrying his fiance for 14 years, but the play ends in wedding bells. It's a standard comedy. It starts in the excitement of rejecting society's rules and ends in the stability of accepting them. When the curtain falls, it's at the close of a joyous song. I wrote my thesis. And I got to perform in the musical, and I still remember it as one of the best nights of my life. But I don't know that I see that as a happy ending. Because I was only allowed to be happy as far as I accepted that almost every adult in my life was willing to take that happiness away. No matter why I was surly. No matter what I was going through. Just to know that they controlled me. I don't regret giving up my crap game. But I'm still angry that I had to. And if I could find that special ed teacher who told me I'd never amount to anything if I didn't learn to buckle down, I'd tell her that I, start, that I finished writing this story 15 minutes ago. Thank you.
They call you Lady Luck But there is room for doubt At times you have a very unladylike way of running out You're on this date with me The pickings have been lush And yet before the evening is over You might give me the brush You might forget your manners You might refuse to stay And so the best thing I can do is pray Be a lady tonight Luck be a lady tonight Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with Luck be a lady tonight Luck let a gentleman see Just how nice a dame you can I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with Luck be a lady with me A lady never leaves her escort It isn't fair It isn't nice A lady doesn't wander all over the room And blow on some other guy's dice Let's keep this party polite Never get out of my sight Stick with me, baby I'm the fella you came in with Luck be a lady tonight Luck let a gentleman see Just how nice a dame you can be I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with Luck be a lady with me A lady never flirts with strangers She'd have a heart, she'd be nice A lady doesn't wander all over the room And blow on some other guy's dice Let's keep this party polite Don't you get out of my sight Stick with me, baby I'm the guy that you came in with Luck be a lady Luck be a lady Luck be a lady tonight You've been listening to a Chirp Radio podcast of our live storytelling and music series, The First Time. Our storyteller was Rachel McCartney, and The First Time 2 performed Luck Be a Lady Tonight from Guys and Dolls. The First Time 2 is Liam Davis and Gerald Dowd. To hear more First Time pieces, check out the series' website, 
firsttime.chirpradio.org. And you can find other podcasts produced by the station at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.